why why can't it just be no and like we can still end it on like a cordial no ah well and that goes to (laughs) respect on the other side (laughs) no but seriously that does that does go to respect on the other side of like one of the issues in our culture i think is and this is just my opinion but I think that there are a lot of women that don't respect men, and I think there are a lot of men that don't respect women. And it goes both ways to where sometimes, sometimes things can be said in a way that's very disrespectful towards the person that's being asked out or in response to the person that's, mm-hmm. in response to the person that's doing the asking. Um, and so it can I think that plays into some of that too some of the fear on both sides the fear of like oh crap what if she just completely is like you know you're the ugliest thing to walk the earth and why how dare you even think that you know I would, you, you'd be worthy of my time you know I mean because there are women that I'm telling you there are women out there that will that will be that brutal but there are also guys out there that, like you were saying, mm-hmm. will just like as soon as you say no, they'll be like, "Well, you're the, yeah, you know, well, F, actually, F and B and, and yeah, all the other words that we're not supposed to say." I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she was like, "How come, like, you know, guys get so mad when you reject them? Like, she's at the gas station, and this guy pulls up next to her, and he's like, you know, looking her up and down and says something to her, and um." And I don't know what he said, but, you know, she, you know, she had some sort of rejection. He's like, oh, it's like that. She's like, yeah, it's like that. Mm. You know? What? (laughs) But he got all, he got all pissed at her. It's embarrassing. I don't feel good. (laughs) But why should you? But he's the one who's driving up to her car, this close to her car, looking her up and down. (laughs) Like, I don't know. If if you're interested, then come up in a a respectful way, first of all. You know what? I would avoid it because sometimes it would seem intimidating. Especially at gas stations. I would, I would never ever try to like gas stations, ATMs, <laughs> anything <laughs> like, you know, public places like public a store. Place. Like it just to me seems kind of intimidating. Yeah. More intimidating than in a club setting where. Oh, well, you're there to socialize. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Okay, a lot so of people the go thing. there to, to meet socialize. somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so getting back your inhibitions to. Are reduced. Getting back to what the issue is, let me throw this out to you guys. The reason, and not not just a lack of respect, you know, for each other, but you need to really think about what are, what's the attitude? Why are people actually engaging you? When we talk about this, we talk about the difference between sexual desire, okay, uh, lust, all right, we talk about infatuation, which is pretty much just uh, attraction, you know. And then we talk about love and relationship, which is about attachment. All right. So when somebody approaches you and you respectfully say, "Oh, I'm not. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not interested in sharing my number, you know, yet," and they get ticked off. Okay, of those three. <laughs> Sexual desire, (laughs) infatuation, or um, attachment and and love. Which one of those three do you think they were coming at you for? 
Well, it was either the first one or the second one, because it sure wasn't the third one. Ah, uh, hello. <laughs> so you ain't got no reason to feel any kind of way. <laughs> okay, because you said no. That, that's not it, especially if that's not what you were going for. So when somebody comes at you like that, and you're not even clear about what the goals were, and they weren't clear, you know, you're right. You can rest assured. It, you probably weren't on the same page, and it was probably not about anything long term. <laughs> okay, it was about what's happening in this moment, and then they're gonna move on to the next until they can find. So you don't have to feel any kind of way. All you have to do is be honest, respectful. Tell me this. Now that we've talked about this, do you? risk it would you risk it if you were spending time with somebody would you have the courage to say I care for you if I was giving some I, hints uh, if back you're, to hints I don't, if you're what was that that you heard um, Sissy the show where they were talking about how to date Oh, that was the Dating Project documentary. Oh, yeah, That's a great well, documentary. Yeah, what was that that they were talking about? Um, so it was like the different levels of dating. So level one was um, where you spent like less than 60 minutes with the person um, and uh, spent less than $10 um, and did something where you guys are focused on talking. No drinking. No drinking yet, no substances. Um, and only the only physical contact was an a-frame hug which means the tops of you are touching when you're hugging but the bottoms are away um and then level two was um when you started to focus in and they said between level one and level two that's where you create that boundary so if you feel like it's just like a friend vibe um with that person like let them know around that time so that there's not like an unhealthy amount of attachment being made um, but, uh, yeah, the level two was when, like, kissing could come into the picture, but by that point, you've decided, like, the person that you wanted to focus on, so when you get to level two, it's not multiple people at that point. Level one, you can date multiple people, you can hang out with them and do whatever, but level two, you start to focus in, and then level three is when you start talking about, like, the building blocks, and when you get deeper, and you start trusting the person, and that more attachment grows, um, like you're starting to really care for the person mm -hmm. um yeah but like how do you go from level zero to level one in a healthy yeah. way is what i'm that's that's it's, where my frustration comes uh, in yeah, i think yeah it's it's shared experiences mm -hmm. it's shared interests yeah. it's hey how are you today what you were talking about with the young man in the ministry yeah tell me a little bit more about you um, and just because you're sharing personal information, it, it doesn't mean that it's getting to the level. Well, actually, you know, that's cool too. Um, what you were talking about, you know, my father wasn't there. Those are things that young people share like very quickly, <laughs> actually right now, because that's your narrative, you know? It's your story and, and that's okay. I, I love that. Each one of us has a unique story. And so get comfortable with talking about that because your story is what got you to this place, you know, and who you are. And it kind of helps to shape 
you know, uh, how you relate to others, how they relate to you. If it goes to the next level, you're not looking for counseling. You know, that's not it. No. But you are looking for people to understand who you are. Yeah, I think I would add a little bit, like, genuinely, like, sharing stories not to, like, show how good we are, but, like, mm-hmm. genuinely, like, this is my story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came yeah. from this. Yeah. This is yeah. how I grew up. Or, like, those kind, like, where people can see who we are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a... That's a, a a really good like foundation when we are building any kind of friendship mm-hmm. with people with mm-hmm. our friends like our best friends so we started from like being ourselves like mm-hmm. yeah this is me mm-hmm. right not this is me to make you feel happy right mm-hmm. that's it this is me to make you be my friend yeah you know and i feel like usually like with like i'm thinking about how me and my best friend became best friends we had a shared interest mm-hmm. in volleyball mm-hmm. so we were at practice every single day and that friendship kind of formed from there mm-hmm. and so like with whoever I feel like we're interested in I just think it's important that we put ourselves out there in the circles and doing things that like we enjoy mm-hmm. so that's where we're going to meet those people right. and that's mm-hmm. kind of that starting point you're like oh I, I met you in art class have you heard about this art class or have you seen mm-hmm. this exhibit let's mm-hmm. go like would you want to go see this together or like keeping things like super casual but it's like you've got that shared interest and something I've done personally in my own life because I've been single for like the last year and a half is what I, I made the, the thinking time a little longer than before so like if I start to say think that I'm interested in someone normally I used to just like rush into it and say well let me just go ahead and you know shoot my shot but now I think um I've taken my time to really sit back and think like, okay, let's, let's assess this first. Like, is this real interest or is this just, I'm lonely right now? Or is this just, I just want some attention, some female attention right now? Cause it may just be, I can just call my home girl, talk to her for like 30, 40 minutes and then I'm good. Now I'm not even thinking about her anymore. So I, I think I took some time and it really helped me cause then I began to just really enjoy my own company. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I really began to like myself and I was like, wow, I don't even need that right but it became a point where I just said, I'm not gonna just rush into my feelings so quickly. I'm gonna sit back and assess my feelings and figure out exactly what this is and then maybe kind of look at the person a little longer than I have before and really think to myself, is this someone that I really wanna you know, get to know a little better? And if it's not, I just may have avoided a rejection. I just may have avoided a, a wasted time, you know? So mm-hmm. that's something that kind of works for me uh, a lot, a lot. Yeah, that's good. It's kind of like, you know, what I was teaching about last night, the chemistry of love and, you know, not not acting on those hormones and those feelings and but yeah, kind of taking a step back and like you're saying, yeah, you know, what what am I really feeling? What, you know, am I just lonely? Am I really interested? Do we have things in common? But yeah. It's I was going to say it's so cool when you do find something, when you find something when you find someone who has the same interests as you. Mm-hmm. And it, it is of the opposite sex because you can develop a great, great friendship. Yeah. And I never, ever want to, like, ruin a great friendship with the opposite sex because I had a lonely moment or I had mm-hmm. a, a desperate moment. You know, right. I have to really sit mm-hmm. back and, like, assess it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you two click really well. You don't want to, like, jack that up because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you had a, a, a... That made me think, too, that something that I started thinking about recently, like, you know, if someone I might be interested in, it's like okay, would I be friends with this person? Mm-hmm. And so kind of, you know, one of the things that I filtered through. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah. That's so important because, yeah. I mean, 
the physical attraction may go away or may not be enough right. when they like really piss you off too so it's like there's got to be something <laughs> deeper there mm-hmm. to where it's not like okay well now you made me mad and so you're not cute anymore if those feelings weren't there would you still be friends yeah. with that person mm-hmm. yeah I was I was thinking more also, also along the same line um, like what I'm looking for in this relationship mm-hmm. am I looking for someone to fulfill my needs mm-hmm. like my desires mm-hmm. to have like a, a person or like am I really want to spend time spend my life with this person mm-hmm. if it is a long-term relationship mm-hmm. um, more like to, to the idea that I'm am I content enough to have to not to have that person yeah. just yeah. with God that's yeah. that's good um, isn't that what yeah. the season of singleness is supposed to be mm-hmm. finding mm-hmm. your wholeness finding who you mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. in in him mm-hmm. you had said it son when you, when you said um, man I need to maybe I need to learn how to like who I am mm-hmm. And, and I know in this very narcissistic society, okay, that we're living in, we think, I mean, there's so many people who are just so inward focused. It's totally different, though. That's not mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. It's yeah. do you know who you are? Can you accept your, your strengths, but your weaknesses, too? Right. Mm-hmm. Can you find your wholeness, you know, in God? Mm-hmm. What does is, what is the word say? Is grace is sufficient? In, in your weakness, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. where he is strong. Mm-hmm. So in this season of singleness, um, again, it's not that you're, you're putting off relationship, that's when you're really finding who you are and being able to look at the people who are crossing your path mm-hmm. to, see, to see with the eyes of, of God really who they are. Um, not honing in on potential, Let's talk about that. Yeah.